I am your host, Maria. And I'm your other host, Courtney. We are so happy to have you guys join us back in this second episode. Yeah, yeah. super excited. Super I can't excited. wait for us to get into our topics for this episode. And hopefully you guys will enjoy it. Really hoping you guys enjoy it. So we kind of want to get into talking a little bit more about ourselves um, getting to we, we know that you guys don't really know a lot about us we want to talk more about our background our culture and honestly where we are in life right now so do you want to go first or me um, you go first okay so um, a little bit about me I didn't mention my age in the last episode so I'm currently 22 years old and I just graduated with my undergraduate degree in international relations with a minor in Spanish, language and culture. I am currently unemployed at the moment, but definitely looking and applying to jobs um, post-grad. And it's been an interesting journey, especially because I'm definitely in a place where I don't really know what I wanna do, even though I have like a very specific degree, you know, IR is very, centered around diplomacy and like politics and um, just like the global market as well. So like halfway, well not even halfway through my senior year, but at the beginning of my last year of college, I kind of realized like, wow, okay, I kind of wish I majored in something different or- um, It happens. Yeah, like I, I, I had that feeling, but it was, I had that feeling because I felt that the current market is really centered around like marketing and other things, like especially in Miami, like that's especially what's in demand right now. Right. So I was just like, oh gosh, like I kind of wish I did something like that. But however, even though I had that feeling, I'm at the point where I'm just like, okay, like even though I have this IR degree, I could still do something else. Like I don't have to do something in that field necessarily Necessarily, it's just a moment of like networking and making connections and putting myself in the right spaces exactly so tell me more about um where you're where you're from oh yeah so I am Haitian American both of my parents are Haitian my father was born in Portobé Haiti and he was kind of raised between Portobé and Port-au-Prince which Port-au-Prince is the capital of Haiti for those of you who, who don't know and my mother she is Haitian American as well. She was the first in her family to be born in the United States. She was born in Miami, born and raised. Um, so that's why I consider myself Haitian American because I was born here, but you know, my both of my parents were still Haitian. Right, and you grew up around that culture. Yeah, I grew up around. I grew up in a Haitian household, um, despite being born here and inheriting like some American parts of the culture I guess you could say but still you know Haitian household you know not that traditional but (laughs) exactly but for the most part yeah um I've lived in like North Miami Miami parts and Broward for majority of my life um and it's very it's very interesting living down here I I love living down here because it's a melting pot it's a melting pot yep it's a melting pot lots of um lots of People from the Haitian diaspora live down here. There's Little Haiti in Miami, so it's very. 
I feel close to home even though I'm not even though I, I wasn't I wasn't born you know in Haiti so. I think I feel feel the same way living down here yeah I think for me especially like I don't see myself living anywhere else it's hard for to imagine myself living You're somewhere right. else because I'm so used to right you know the culture mix and I really just love it right the diversity and everything diversity. down here is it makes you comfortable I'll, I'll tell you that definitely does so I'm gonna move on to me you guys know who I am uh, I am Colombian I was born in Colombia I was born in a small town called El Cerrito Valle del Cauca usually I don't say I'm, I was born from there I, I, I'm from there I say usually from Cali like over here us Floridians say like uh, at least South Floridians they say Miami we right. don't really say Florida when people ask you like oh where are you from Miami because Miami. that's the only place they'll they'll recognize, they'll recognize. <laughs> exactly no. so I say instead of saying Cerrito I say Cali both of my parents are both Colombi- Colombians um, my mom was born in a small town called Palmira and my dad was born in a small town called Buga and we all immigrated here. My dad came when in 2000, in 2000, 2001, I want to say. And my mom and I came here in 2002. And I was two years old at the time. Um, I've lived here ever since. Lived here in South Florida. Never have really gone anywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> Just has always been home to me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there you guys go. There's a little bit about myself. You get, I already mentioned before, I am currently still in school. I'm working on my undergrad degree. I am a journalism major with an AOC in English. And yeah, hopefully I graduate next year. Hopefully, not hopefully, you will. I will. You will. <laughs> well, you're okay. right, I will. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. Not if, but when. Okay, friend. <laughs> and then I'm unemployed right now, focusing mainly on school. Mm-hmm. And this podcast, honestly. Right, this podcast, for sure. All right. So you said that you've never lived anywhere else, which I'm sure that a lot of our listeners could, you know, relate to that. But is was is there any other place that you would want to move to now that you're an adult? Or I think I would want to... I've never seen myself moving anywhere else in the States, yeah. honestly. Yeah. But... I would definitely want to maybe, like, I've considered moving maybe to, like, another country and staying there for a few months. Mm-hmm. I think that would be cool. That would be ideal. Yeah. I, I mean, don't really have my eye anywhere. Yeah. But I know that that's something I would love to do in the future. Yeah. Miami's home. <laughs> Miami's home. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So, we're going to move on to our general topic I know for this episode it's going to be I feel like a, an interesting one a very um I feel like it's gonna be fun yeah. anyway <laughs> yeah. but just to get into it we're gonna talk about my recent journey to Europe specifically Italy and Switzerland I recently went there um, what was that? July at the end of July, right? And early August. Right. This was. I was honestly. This was after you graduated. 
Yeah, it so was, it was, was like, yeah. It was kind of a celebration for you. Right, even though that it was a family trip, so... So it was kind of both because when we left, I was still in my last week of school, literally going through exams. Um, so that was interesting traveling while being in school online and finishing exams. Not really ideal, but you make it work. <laughs> I also want to add on because we had this conversation. Yeah. You, you were graduating and you were debating whether to stay for your commencement. Commencement, yeah. Or go on the trip book it and go to Italy yeah (laughs) yeah I was a little bit bummed out that I couldn't attend my commencement because you know this journey with college it's it's been a long one and it's been a tough one and to me attending commencement is just like you know just walking that stage is like you know, it's last, like crossing the finish line it's crossing you know? the finish line it's like your last hurrah so and I feel like any person who's gone through that journey should experience that because it's like it's it's t- it's finally a time for you to celebrate you and your journey through that. that but at the same time these travel journeys only come once in a lifetime I know I know and that's why I decided to just go and not and change my perspective on the idea of, of having to miss out on commencement and then be able to go to Italy because not everybody can say that. So not everybody can say I was that. just like, you know, girl, just be grateful. Just be happy. Yes. We're hopping on a plane, going to Italy for the first time. Never been to Europe. So, you know, let's do it. I, I was, I embraced it. Yes. <laughs> and I'm plus, so I can always it. attend like commencement the next semester, which is what I'm doing. I'm just waiting. Um, for that to happen and it'll happen in its own time exactly but yeah went to Italy at the end of July early August um my first thoughts I was like oh my goodness this airplane ride is going to be a long one that's what I what I was thinking about how was that airplane ride it was nine hours did you sleep at all I mean I'm guessing you did I did sleep but not as much as you would have thought like we have so we had two flights so coming from um we flew out of fort lauderdale and straight to jfk in new york then have like a little uh what do they call that an over overlay an overlay an overlay overlay. for like a couple hours and then we had to take our connecting flight from um i think it was italian airways or um yeah from there and then to italy so we landed in milan the airplane ride was nine hours. What I did on the plane, I just read um, and ate. They, they give you food and everything. Like for those long distance trips, you know, they take care of you really well, which is something that I can appreciate. They give you a little blankie and a little pillow. It's yes, really nice. for sure. <laughs> it's really nice. And the flight attendants were so hospitable as well. Um, so we landed in Milan, and then from Milan, we went to Lake Como. So Lake Como was the area where we mainly stayed um because where where did you guys stay so in lake como or in lake como we stayed in in leno we had an airbnb like a villa because it was it was a lot of us so it was a family trip so it was about like maybe i want to say 13 um so lots of people but we stayed in leno and it was absolutely beautiful um lake como is 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 gorgeous and i feel like if anyone has the opportunity to go and see it just go and see um my favorite thing about being in lake como was being able to take the ferry to the different towns around the lake 
Um, my favorite was going to Bellagio, and Bellagio is really nice. It's it's a little bougie, a little ritzy, but it's it's so beautiful to see and walk around and see the shops. Um, and meet other people as well. So taking the ferry around the lake, that was that was great. And having a boat day was that so the beautiful. main, at least in Lake Como, was that the main method of transportation? Was it the ferry? So you can do the ferry. You can also do the local bus routes. One thing about Europe is that their transport they have transportation down packed. Like they know what they're doing when it comes to transportation. So um, of course there's taxis and you can call like chauffeurs. But in order to do things like if you have like a specific budget or if you want to save some money you can just take a bus and um it'll tell you like where to go and okay. buses trains and ferries those were our our and water taxis those were our main um right. modes of transportation um besides like como we also did venice which was my favorite part of yeah. italy i was well i don't know Venice and Milan both have my heart, but Venice, I, I fell in love. It's literally a city on water. Right. As soon as I stepped off the train station, I was like, oh my God, this is it. Like, this is the place to be. And I can imagine, I think Venice is, I think, one of the most, like, the most advertised places in Italy. Yeah. I'm guessing there's a lot of tourism, tourists, oh, yeah, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. But you'll definitely feel comfortable as a tourist. Like, obviously, you're going to have people, you know bribing you to come into their restaurants and stuff but don't 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 go to those restaurants first off the train station <laughs> walk a little bit go further in and find like restaurants where the locals eat at that's the best thing to do gotcha that's definitely something to look into yeah for sure those are those will be like the best restaurants okay so going getting back to italy um mm -hmm. i know there's some like do's and don'ts in europe right there is do you what are some do's and don'ts for you in your in your experience going to italy so because it was my first time being in a european country i kind of knew what to expect but at the same time i didn't so for my do's um i was recommended to download this app called rome to rio and i'm pretty sure that if you've traveled a lot you probably heard about it but it's basically an app for transportation as soon as you um, get on there, you can put in any of your location, and this is for any country, which is the best thing. Um, so let's say that I wanted to go from Como to Milan. You type that in and it'll tell you how to get there and it'll show you different modes. It will show you like a train option, a bus option, a taxi option, the cheapest one or the most expensive. So it, it, that was our main tool. If we did not have that app, <laughs> We probably would have been scarred. Like that's the best thing. So I would definitely say download that app for transportation, and because it'll really show you how to get around, and it'll show you the maps and everything. Um, right. My next do would be to bring a sufficient amount of cash according to the duration of your trip. Yes. So um, even though that we have like credit cards and debit cards today, bringing cash is definitely important because some places don't take credit cards. And some places may not take the credit card that you are in possession of. So bringing cash is definitely important. Um, Talking about cash, uh, would you say Italy was more on the expensive side? How would you contrast or compare it to like the U.S.? The U.S.? So we know that like the European 
euro the euro <laughs> is more, valued more yeah. it's valued more than the american dollar so when you go to exchange the um u.s dollar to euros you're gonna lose money no matter what however when we went the equivalency of the euro and the u.s dollar was about the same i want to say um because of like things with inflation and yeah. whatever but you're definitely going to lose money so if you're going and you're you know from the u.s you would definitely have to put forth more money so that you have enough right. when you're over there what about some of your don'ts my don'ts we learned from our experience is that um obviously it's a different country so people operate on a different time yes and we learned that they have siestas over there so during the day so my don't is to not do things between the hours of 1 and like 4 p.m because the shops and markets they're going to be closed everyone's going home for the day to take a break take their little naps eat and then come back <laughs> so i would say don't do that don't try to do things that must be nice though it is nice I know it's not it's maybe not no, nice, nice for people that are visiting. Yes, but, but for people living there, it must be nice. They're very nice. America does not have that. And we don't we, have that. We need to take some notes. <laughs> um, so yeah, I would say don't try to go shopping from those hours. Um, if you're gonna do anything, do it really early in the morning. Get it out the way, so you can start your day, um, and then resume things after 4 p.m. And another thing is that they have dinners very late there. Mm. Like, their dinners are starting at, like, 9 o'clock. Wow. And and I noticed that um, just culturally, they spend a lot more time, you know, in restaurants. Um, the waiters will give you time to look over the menu and things. Like, in America, we're just always, like, we're on a time constraint. We always got something to do, somewhere to be. But over there, like, you could see the differences in people taking their time to do things and taking their time to be with people at the at the table that you're with and to converse and have more fun so that's one thing and my second don't is i don't know i feel like a lot of people would know this one but i would say don't assume that everyone knows english if you're gonna go to a different country where english is not the dominant language learn their language you guys like just at least like try you know yeah. and at I least like the basics covering the basics. the basics greetings basic greetings basic phrases like don't just walk in somewhere and just be like oh do you speak english in english like okay at least ask them in italian <laughs> you know so that was that was my thing i was very happy to like learn a new language um and be able to like talk with um some people in italian i tried my best and you know I have an American accent, it's not that good, but you know, it's, it's, it's the effort that counts. And you can just see like the people who... Did you download any apps for that too, for translations? For translations, yeah, I did that with Google Translate, but then also, um, I also have this app called Duolingo, and that just helps me with learning any language. Right. Especially like my Spanish, when I need to brush up on some things. Of course. But, yeah. <laughs> so... Um, I've heard that there's some places that are dangerous in Italy. On your trip, did you feel safe? I felt safe. 
for majority of the time the only time where i was like okay let me be aware of my surroundings was when we were um in venice we put one of the restaurants we were going to into google maps and it made us go through like the back alleyways and basically i don't they weren't the projects but you could basically tell like it was it was a little part of the hood in venice <laughs> okay like i was walking through there and i was just i felt like it was sketchy because right. it's very dark like it's it's like the the apartment place very and, lonely too and yeah and like there was these guys who were like are you guys american are you guys american and we didn't respond um but i yeah that was like the only place and that's the only thing with like doing things with google maps is that in an environment where that you don't know of you have to be careful of like your surroundings and where you're going um because even down here in miami like if you're in miami one wrong turn and you're in overtown like be careful so i think that's just anywhere you just gotta be careful everywhere be around your surroundings you know don't tell people everything about your trip and where you're going so but overall i felt safe that's good now for i know you went in the summer i know gets very hot yeah so for this trip around this time what would you suggest you know you pack for italy definitely light clothing Mm -hmm. definitely linens maybe cotton um shorts short sleeves because even though that we're from like here in miami i was like okay we're gonna be fine because you know if you can handle the heat here you can handle the heat anywhere that is not true (laughs) the italian heat is it's, it's another hot. kind of heat. It's hot, yeah. The sun is just like beaming on you, and plus you're like walking and doing things throughout the entire day. So comfortable shoes as well, because you're gonna be doing a lot of walking. Um, Was everything relatively close to you guys? Uh for the most part, like yeah, for the most part. Okay. So, but yeah, I definitely enjoyed my trip, and we also got to go to Switzerland for like one day. Um, we took the bus there which is, I thought that was very cool that you could just hop on a bus and be in Italy for one hour, then the next hour you're in Switzerland. So cool. Um, so that's how we got, we got through there by, um, at the end, well not the end, but like the top of Lake Como, um, you can take a bus from Menaggio to Lugano, which yeah. is in Switzerland. And it's really cool. Switzerland is very clean, very beautiful. Like honestly, like when I was walking the streets there, I was like, this is the cleanest street I've ever set my feet on. <laughs> like like seriously. It's very beautiful. And it's honestly like a hodgepodge of Italian and English and um and Swiss there. So it's very cool. So cool. So I know that I definitely want to go to Italy one day. That's yes, my you dream. Should. You should. And one place that we should eventually go together, because we've talked about it before, and then I'm dying to go to, is Verona, Italy. Okay. The city. Mm -hmm. And I want to visit, I know this is very touristy to say, but I really want to visit Casa de Julieta. (laughs) Okay. You know, I'm kind of also a... a, I've never heard of that, to be honest. A classic lit fan. Yeah. We're starting to become. We're starting to become, yeah. So... Yeah, I really wanna wanna go there. It's promoted by William Shakespeare because that's where he sets um, Romeo and Juliet. Oh, so that's why okay. it's so such a touristy yeah. thing, and you know, fans of Romeo and see. Juliet love going there. Um, I think something cool about it is the they have like like fans can write to like real life 
letters to like Juliet's secretaries and they respond back so and I think that's so cute yeah. okay that's definitely going on the dream destination list definitely our dream destination yeah, list for sure and funny thing is that I got that first out of I don't know if you've ever seen letters to Juliet you've ever seen that movie starting I watched Amanda it, but I can't really tell you like all the details yeah no that's where I got it from <laughs> Very cute. I love that though. That's yeah. really cute. Something we we gotta experience. Yeah. Honestly, I just want to experience experience all of Italy. Like we didn't like with this trip, we didn't really get to do much of southern Italy. So I want to go back, do Positano, Naples, Sicily, Tuscany, is another yeah, one. Yeah, just do everything in southern Italy. I can't wait to see that. Definitely. Really love that you got to travel. Me too. We really encourage everybody to travel too. Yes, if you can. Whenever you can. Especially when you're young because you know, it's 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 a better time to do it. Exactly. And kind of like when Courtney was like double thinking, Oh, should I go, should I not go? Or, you know, kind of you know, being kind of sad that she wasn't she was gonna miss commencement, you know, at the end of the day, like I think she made the right decision. She <laughs> made the right decision. So yes. again, whenever you get a chance to travel just bite the bullet and go. Just bite the bullet bite and the go. Bite the bullet and go. Thank you. Definitely. Yeah. Alright guys, so now we're going to start our pop culture segment. Let's yes. get to it. Sorry, it's one of our favorites. This week. There has been some things. <laughs> I think this week has been... Uh, I don't know even the right term to say, but it's been a week. It's been a week, yeah. That's, week. that's that's it. It's been a week. <laughs> so, uh, this let's let's talk about because I'm so excited for this. Yes. Again, you and I have been talking about this for a the lot. Of time. We're gonna talk about the Little Mermaid and the teaser. It came. It got released yesterday. Yes, starring Halle Bailey. So excited! I'm so excited for her. Courtney and I are very, very excited. We can't stop talking about it. I think, I thought she looked beautiful. Yeah. And I, honestly, her voice is just so angelic. It's angelic. Like, how, like she has the best Disney princess voice, like, yes. ever. So, I'm really excited to see her and star as Ariel in The Little Mermaid for their live-action film with Disney. And I know that there are other people in the film as well. Yeah, very excited. We're also, we know that Simone Ashley is starring in it as well. Yes, who played Kate in Bridgerton in yes. season two. We you don't, know, Bridgerton season two is like our favorite. It's our favorite, especially Courtney's favorite. Yes. She even wants to buy the book, uh, rewatch the series all over you again. You know what? I was hating on romance for a long time. She was. But I see the light. I see it now. I see it now. I get it. I get the thing with romance, films, and movies, and books. I'm I'm into romance now. And I She's have no guilty. shame in that. No shame. I've always I, been into it, and I'm kind of the one that encouraged it for her, too. Yes, she was, she was egging me on, like, Court, just, just get into it. Just try it. Just try it. And, and now, I'm a romance fan. And here we are. And here we are. So, again, very excited. Simone Ashley... And Halle Bailey Halle as Ariel. Bailey. Can't wait. Can't um, wait. Can't wait to see the rest of the trailer. Yes, because we only got like a, a teaser snippet, yeah. and a little snippet. Um, but I'm glad that the snippet had her singing in it because she just sounds so beautiful. And the movie's going to be released in May 2023, so can't wait for that. Can't wait for that. Something else we are going to talk about.
last episode, um, in episode one, we talked about Euphoria and Barbie, um, yeah, potentially just... or like allegedly not going to be in season three. So it was actually confirmed that she won't be returning on Euphoria. Yeah, and there was a lot of speculation surrounding season three. Yeah, due, due to the drama between like Barbie and Sam Levinson, the I think he's the director. Right. Of the. We don't really have a lot of details, but we know that that was something speculated. Yeah, that was something speculated for sure. Um, Barbie will be missed. She will be missed. I loved her character as Kat. Season one, she was really... Season one, yeah. I I wanted to see more of her character development. Yeah, she had so much potential, like the character. um, But I can't wait to see, like, what Barbie's going to do afterwards. Right. Like, what's next, girl? What's next? Hopefully big things. Right. Now we're going to talk about Stranger Things. That's another thing. Yeah. That was recent. Um, Stranger Things won an Emmy for Outstanding. They won several Emmys. Oh, they did? Yes. Okay, interesting. So they won Outstanding Prosthetic Makeup, Outstanding Stunt Coordination, Outstanding Sound Editing, Music Supervision, and Sound Mixing. They won all of that? Or were they just nominated? They they won those. They won those? Okay. I think they were nominated for more. Yeah. But they those are the categories they won and won an Emmy for. Alright. Definitely well. think it was deserved. Yeah. They we know that a lot of people were anticipating this show coming out. It took years to come back and I be know. released. I know. So I know a lot of fans missed it. And I think they did it justice. And I can't wait to see what the lot this last season has for them. Yeah. I know they're saying there's rumors that there's gonna be a time jump. I'm really interested in seeing that play out. I I get the idea of a time jump. However, with the way that they ended the season, I'm just like, I don't know how you guys are going to do a time jump. I don't know either. With the way that the season ended. There's a lot of, uh, you know, questions. A lot of questions. You know, Max was left in a coma. So I think that if there is a time jump, they're going to have to explain that. Is she going to wake up? Is she still going to be in a coma? Again, just rumors, but kind of wanted to say it because i think that's interesting yeah max was my favorite character on the show max and luca lucas dustin dustin's my favorite yeah he's so i don't know funny dustin is sweet he's so sweet honestly the whole crew is just so cute i mean we've honestly seen these kids like grow up on this show and just develop their acting careers and it's honestly just like the cutest thing like these kids are low-key grown now and sadie sink I know. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling she's gonna do really big things. She was on Broadway too as a child. She's so a theater see. kid. Oh yeah. So I think that you know when she, I, I she think she's very talented to me. I yeah. feel like Max, well not Max, but <laughs> Sadie's thing. Like Sink. she can. I honestly wouldn't mind seeing her in like a, a, a thriller or suspense, like film yeah. or movie. Like, I good. feel like she could do that like really well. So. I think so too. Yeah. So we're really excited to for for season for the next season to for come. For the out. next season, yes. All right, and now Anna Armas blonde movie debut as Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know much about this movie, um, or about Anna de Armas, but I'm excited to see it. Mm. I think the trailer was really nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I know that it like uh, debuts September twenty eighth on Netflix. So yeah, we'll see how that one's gonna go. I mean, I, I feel like it's highly anticipated. 
I, I think so. It's... I'm very interested to see it. Yeah. I know there's a few movies already out. Docs to a Maryland. So, but I'm interesting. I'm interested in seeing her play out this role. Yeah. Especially because she's also uh, Latina. So... She is? She's Latina. I think she's Cuban. Oh, like Cuban-American or... No, she's like Cuban. Cuban. She was born in Cuba? She was, I think she was born in Cuba, yeah. If I'm not wrong. So, it'd be interesting seeing her play that role and I I think it's good. Yeah, I, we've seen her in a few other movies like Deep Water and The Gray Man. Oh my gosh, yes, you made me watch Deep Water. Deep Water. <laughs> Yo, with Ben Affleck. Um that movie was something. It was yeah. It was it was something. I I was kind of confused half the time. I was confused half the time too. And we were just like, what is going on? But um, <laughs> No, but we like she really like made me believe that she was this character oh yeah she had me convinced like i was convinced she, had me convinced. she wasn't Ana de Armas. she was, she that, was character. that character yeah she had me convinced because i was just like girl what is going on yeah why are we doing this but um one thing that i will say is that ben affleck he does like the he does really well as like the mysterious husband yeah you know what i mean he does like him and gone girl and then him and deep water i was like he does too well yeah (laughs) like if hmm. you're into psychological thrillers those are gone girl and deep water Water with starring ben affleck Affleck. if you're into that i would say watch it but deep water was kind of just a little confusing for us well it wasn't confusing it was just more so like what is going on but the answers got the 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 questions got answered yeah yes you 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 worded that perfectly so that's that's what's going on because we knew what was going on in the movie yeah what was going on but i was just like okay i was shocked yeah (laughs) i was just listen if you guys watch it you guys will understand what we're talking about yes but don't blame us don't if blame you feel like you. your time was wasted because <laughs> that was your own choice <laughs> exactly okay so we got bridgerton next bridgerton i know that's something you and i are anticipating oh. highly anticipating this is i didn't expect for this to be their season i thought it was going to be benedict season yeah so for season three for those of you who don't know like there's already like season one and season two out for bridgerton and it's essentially like about these siblings and their journeys with finding love. Finding I guess love. I, I would say that. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's that. that that's their that's journeys with finding is. love. Us and love. <laughs> so season one was about Daphne Bridgerton. Season two was about Anthony Bridgerton, and season two was my favorite because hello, Anthony. And Anthony. Kate. Kate. Yes. Enemies to lovers trope. If that's your thing, I think you will definitely enjoy season two. For sure. I really, I definitely think that season two, for me, was superior, was superior to yes, season, was. season one. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I would die on a hill. <laughs> and then next season, they announced that it was Colin's season, Colin Benedict. So Colin, Colin Bridgerton. Bridgerton. We thought it was going to be Benedict. We thought it was going to be Benedict, sorry. Right. But it's Colin okay. Bridgerton. But, and he's also like the, a part of the siblings, obviously. Um, I wanted it to be Benedict's season because I just felt like we could get more out of that. But we'll see what Colin's I think, season will bring. You know bring. what? I think Colin, for me at least, needs a little bit more character development because I, I want to see him more. Yeah. For sure. I agree. 
so I think maybe this season we'll 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 see a little more of yeah. him. Well, character. Yeah, obviously. Obviously, and but we'll see what um well no spoilers. Um but Penelope and Eloise will see what their friendship is like now in the new season and also what kind of person Penelope is now. Right. Knowing that like everything that's happened to her. We'll just see, like, you know. We'll yeah. See. We'll just see. <laughs> Someone I did want it to be personally I wanted it to be Eloise this season. Because I love Me her. Too. That's very true. She's I did say such I wanted a, to be Eloise. You know, yeah. Strong character. She is. But I feel like they're going they're going based off the books, right? Like the in the order of the books, kind of. I think I don't I think it was supposed to be Benedict's book next. Right. And like for this season coming up, but they're mixing it up. Okay. That's I still think it's good because they keep us on our toes. We didn't expect That's it. So That's true. You know, like after this after this season premieres, I, we don't we're really not gonna know what to expect. Who's next right. type of thing. But we do know that season three is currently in production. Right. There was some leaked images of the cast. We know that Simone Ashley and yes. Jonathan Bailey will be reprising their roles. Yes, and Jonathan B- Bailey played Anthony Bridgerton, and Simone played Kate. Kate. I don't know her last name Me in the show, but it doesn't matter because <laughs> she's Kate and the only Kate. I'm wondering if Phoebe Denver will, be, will back. be back for season three. I saw something where she said that she wouldn't really be in season three. Um, you think maybe she'll make like one appearance? I think so because in season two, like she made a couple appearances, and we know that Roger Jean, who played uh, the Duke, didn't appear in season two at all. Mm-hmm. But he was mentioned; his character was mentioned. So I feel like in season three, they will mention Daphne's character, but she may or may not be in actually around. like season three. But um, I think for the most part, Daphne's character is wrapped up. So. I don't blame them. That's true. And I think she came back for season two because her and Anthony, you know how each sibling kind of has like a best friend? Right. So you think that Anthony and Anthony are like besties? are like besties. Like their sibling? Okay. I think that's yeah. who he talks to the most. The I most. Like that, that I mean, aside, like aside from choice. his brothers. So right. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. I don't know. Season, season, season one had uh, the drama. But season two, I mean, both of them were dramatic. They were dramatic, but season two just had me on another level. Yeah, season two, ha- yeah, it has me too. If you haven't watched it, another recommendation. Yes, Bridgerton. <laughs> okay, so this is last the part. Last part, part of the segment. <laughs> this segment. Um, so on September eighth, uh, there was news that. The Queen of England, Queen Elizabeth II, passed away. Yes. And that's the... Trending thing right now. Trending event that happened. Yeah. I don't have much to say about that, but... We don't have a lot to say, but we we thought since it's... You know, it, it, it's, it's worth mentioning. It's worth mentioning and it's something talked about. I'd rather not get into it. But we'll see how long the monarchy will stand now that King Charles will take over so interesting to see uh how those changes or if it'll affect anything big yeah 
For our last part of this episode, we want to introduce a new segment called Listener Diaries. We decided to create this segment for our podcast to hear real-life stories, to learn more about our listeners and their experiences. We felt like this would be a better way to make our show more interactive with you all. So feel free to ask us questions, send in stories, or even topic recommendations that you would like to hear about in future episodes. You can send your questions, stories, and topic recs to cmunqualified at gmail.com. And you can also find the link to our email in our bios on Apple and Spotify. All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining us in this second episode of Young and Unqualified. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh, make sure to hit us up through the listener diaries. We'd love to hear about you guys. We really do. All right, you guys, thank you.